0: This season of the AT is kindly brought to you in association with artisan food producers, Moorish. Moorish uses only the best ingredients to create their deliciously different dips. Using traditional methods and adding a unique smoked twist, their products are, indeed, incredibly Moorish. From the original smoky hummus to zingy lemon and dill smoked hummus, Moorish's creations will delight your taste buds.
1: Our personal favourite in the About Time office is the new Moorish Pea Hummus, which is exclusive to Sainsbury's. With a delicious pea flavour and 15 grams of protein per pot, it's our ideal indulgent afternoon snack. If you're in the mood for something with a kick, their smoked hummus with chilli harissa is fiery and delicious. Or try their garlic and Sicilian lemon aioli, which is gloriously creamy with a zing of fresh lemon.
0: Available in all good supermarkets, including Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Ocado and Booths, why not stock up on some Moorish today? Thank you to our sponsors, Moorish.
2: Looking at the best things to do in London and beyond. From food
1: to fitness, bars to going out, this is the AT, the About Time podcast. Hello, and welcome to our festive podcast.
0: Woo! There you go. I wanted to give it a bit of atmosphere. Yeah,
1: I liked it. I enjoyed it. So, this Thank is you. our special Christmas themed podcast on all things Christmas related. Woo! It does what it
0: says on the tin, really. Doing it again. Yeah. adding more in. I wish like, we had some streamers and stuff. Mm, yeah. Please imagine that we've got streamers. Yes. But actually... So, this week's episode is all about Christmas in London and a bit about New Year's Eve as well. Just, yeah. Just for fun. What, um, what's the big stuff that's happening that's Christmassy in the capital, Al? Burgers. <laughs>
1: You... Christmas burgers are just really big, aren't they? You love a burger. Yeah, I do love a burger. And I do love a Christmas burger as well. When the time is right, you can't really beat a burger. You went to
0: Byron this week to try out that Christmas burger.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Tell us about that.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, so Byron's burger is just dairy if you can imagine as much dairy on a burger as possible, it's I saw virus. the
0: photos. So you, so you basically like get this massive burger with it's got an onion ring on it, and it's got like a cheese crust, and then they give you a pot of melted cheese to dip, yeah. dip the burger dip, into. And there's
1: so much cheese on that burger. There's like loads of slices, and then um, macaroni, bacon, mac and cheese. Okay. Yeah, so cheese, bacon, mac and cheese on top of the burger. Was it too much? Um, so we got many burgers between us the um, something burger I don't know the smoky burger was hailed a triumph <laughs> and someone called this burger the worst burger they've ever eaten the Christmas one it was almost too much
0: yeah I can imagine well, I think they're just probably doing it for a bit of Instagram aren't they yeah of
1: course they are of course they are
0: so if you don't want the Byron one where else is doing a good Christmas burger in London Blue's Kitchen
1: mm-hmm. Blue's Kitchen are doing the bun humbug Let's see what they've done there yeah I like it um, so so Buttermilk fried turkey, which I actually quite enjoy. Mm. Um, Roasted sprouts, minced meat. Oof, that's rogue. Somerset brie cranberry, turkey crackling, and then it's finished with a pig and blanket on
0: top. Oh my God. That's a lot in a burger. It
1: is a lot in a burger. Do you know what,
0: though? I quite appreciate that they've at least taken like a Christmas dinner and they're trying to fashion it yes. into a burger rather than what like Byron's done, which is just like, here's a cheeseburger. We made it really cheesy because indulgence equals Christmas. Yes. Agreed. Not. So at least, yeah. Um, so also
1: another one is mac and wild the scottish place yes so they have stuck basically their the scottish combination of venison and then they've gone for brie red cabbage shredded sprouts top and pork stuffing Serve with festive fries.
0: Oof, I wonder what a festive fry is. I don't know what that
1: entails, but I
0: quite like that, you know. I mean, that is like the least kosher thing I've ever heard, so I'm not that into that one. Yeah. But sure, like if you want to go all out. Yeah, of course. What does venison taste like?
1: Oh, it's so delicious, mate. Is it? So delicious.
0: That, oh, I don't know. It's
1: quite, I don't know how to describe it. Gamey. Gamey.
0: Gamey. But not
1: too gamey, like grouse or something but it's really nice I would recommend one time actually for Christmas we had venison wellington like a beef wellington but instead of beef it was venison that's,
0: that's very fancy of you yeah
1: we, we, we won't run to people's houses.
0: this ah, is you know okay fine what I quite like about the Co burger is it still feels like quite indulgent even though it's vegan because I think there's nothing worse than like getting the thing that feels really I don't know really clean or healthy when you're trying to have something that's Christmassy and indulgent so at least fair play to them a bit of parsnip fry and then crispy crumb coating and we've actually got um Ross from Halo Burger on later on the show who's going to be talking to us about his vegan burger as well
1: it's a new it's a new concept which is just opened at Pod Brixton it's quite exciting
0: um but for another meat
1: one I love Honest Burger and I think their Christmas Burger is it's just a really simple one done quite well uh, it's the same as last year uh, and it features their signature beef patty topped with smoked bacon a deep fried cannon bear disc cranberry sauce and rocket and obviously it's served with the rosemary salt
0: fries. De- delicious. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm into it. And if you want to have like a full-on Christmas menu in London, which ones do you recommend? Um, so I've gone down the route of kind of alternative
1: Christmas menus because at this point I feel like have we have our arteries turned to stuffing? Mm you know
0: have we, it, <laughs> yeah, have we had enough turkey yeah so um Berber
1: and queue in hagerston have gone for a sort of a five-course celebratory feasting menu it includes burnt apricot labneh smoked turkey crown and a christmas tree cauliflower shawarma
0: <laughs> what on earth is a Chris? that is the most millennial thing i've ever heard yeah. what is a christmas tree cauliflower shawarma Oh, I I imagine it looks like a Christmas tree. Made out of cauliflower. Do you know what I noticed last time I was televised Tel Aviv that a lot of things that are not meat are called shawarma now. Like fish shawarma was a big thing. Just shawarma spices. But that's the thing is
1: is I went to a reputable place... Uh in Soho and I said, like, Ooh, Aubergine shawarma and it just not what I was expecting. Yeah, I it was just half an aubergine on the grill. Yeah,
0: just say spiced aubergine. Stop yeah. lying to us all. Thank you. So that's the bourbon key one is thirty seven fifty per person, which is not too bad. Have you got any more? Um, Bredo's Tacos um, in Soho, they've just launched this all new Christmas menu and it's like festive feasting tacos. So they've got like new ones, like fried chicken tacos with salsa, pickled red cabbage. And they've also got a vegan one, which is uh, roasted pumpkin tacos with toasted walnuts, vegan miso butter and pickled walnut. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And they've also got a new rump steak with like roasted celeriac and all that jazz basically all this new kind of christmasy things but do you know what i really like breaded tacos and i i back them to create delicious food yeah i'm into that i'm into that god it's crazy how many vegan things like basically have every not, menu
1: yeah have you not realized that this year i think has been the rise of vegan christmas
0: menus mm. yeah yeah well, i suppose it's just that really big boom in that industry and in that you have to cater to them now Great vegans, go on. You're not just um, and then, if you are into Indian food, Indian accent, which is a Mayfair, it's swanky, super swanky, it's super swanky. It's very much like a special occasion. This is not, not your Friday night curry house. No, this is not where you go for like your work do. But if you're looking for like special, like a special date or a celebration, Indian accent, very nice. And they've got like a seasonal, um, festivity menu, and they've got things like turkey tikka meatballs, cumin maple Brussels sprouts, and yeah all that kind of stuff pumpkin and cranberry culture just like indian food with a festive twist which sounds really good yeah so coming up next on the show we're joined by ross from halo burger who are telling us all about his vegan burger and abby who is head of product development at Constra and cook who will be telling us all about the christmas madness at one of london's finest bakeries
1: this is the at the about time podcast
0: so this week is our Christmas special, and we are joined by Abby, who's head of product development at Condra and Cook, one of our favourite bakeries all over London. Um, tell us a little bit about Condra and Cook, and when you guys like start preparing for Christmas, and what the run up to Christmas looks
2: like for you. Oh, Fab. So um, Condra and Cook is a London-based bakery. We have like German heritage, um, and we're we're based in the city um and christmas for us um actually starts in march really is um,
0: Is that when you start like testing for products yeah
2: absolutely so we start coming up with um our campaign themes um all in march um and product tasting and things like that and so it's just all kicks off in spring
0: so we're recording this a week uh before christmas eve so (laughs) you must be like because i'm sick of christmas and we've only been talking about it for like a month you must be do you feel like christmas is over and done with
2: already i feel like it I feel like it's been going on a while. Yeah. Long, long Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, half of my year, more than half of my year is Christmas. So um, I'm ready for New Year. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah I, can <laughs> I can imagine. But that. I do
2: love, I do love Christmas. It's so much fun. It's That's best great. time of year. Best time in our shops. That's great. I
0: think it's because like collectively everyone is... Get, gets involved. Yeah. This is my first ever time having a Christmas tree. I just thought, do you know what? I don't even celebrate What's Christmas. Have it's, you called seen it? it's called Pule. It's called Pule. I love it it is, you, know, name. you know it's chicken. Yeah, no, I know. It's because uh, I felt like chicken that night, so I called it Pule. <laughs> it is £11.50 uh, from Argos. Um,
1: this is not sponsored, by the way. No, not, but we
0: if you would like to sponsor me, i more than happy. Um, yeah, and it's brought me an awful lot of joy for £11.50. Um, it plugs into the wall and lights up. It's basically very flammable. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: it's, quite, it, it, it's
0: three foot.
2: got the christmas
0: spirit it does it's three foot and it's got more baubles on it than it does sort of spikes <laughs> um it. it looks like it's going to topple over but you know what's bringing me a lot of joy for 11 pounds yeah,
2: absolutely <laughs> i love the christmas um Christmas pudding bauble, particularly. Yeah. I like that
1: there's just fairy lights on the floor. But,
2: um... <laughs> 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 Are
0: there any particular trends that you've seen this year for Christmas baking and Christmas food anything that you've incorporated into your campaigns? Oh,
2: yeah, definitely. So, um, I mean, I think Christmas for us, for themes, we always tend to try and do twi- twists on classics. I think, like, especially with Christmas, um, everybody has specific things that they think of as flavours when, when, you're, when you're thinking about Christmas, so... It's always quite boozy, mm. quite spicy, um, and you have your classics that you're just trying to put a twist on. So mm. I find that everybody always tries to put twists on different things, um, and we've kind of gone for bit, bits of twists on, um, like um, the Baileys cakes. We've got a chocolate Baileys cake, mm. which is Love good. Baileys. And you can't go wrong with Baileys at Christmas, so trying to get that in. And we've got a whiskey bomb cake, um, nice. which is just bad. Something I've
0: noticed loads of in, in the supermarkets and advertised recently is cakes in the shape of things festive. So like I saw M&S has like a festive bauble cake, which kind of controversial. <laughs> yeah. It looks kind of weird, but it's like loads of baubles and then you cut down the middle and it's got like jam and chocolate in it. But Absolutely. things shaped like things mm. you'd find on a tree.
1: Reese's Pieces do chocolate trees.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And they, can I just say, I'm not an ambassador for Reese's peanut butter cups, but they have about sixty percent more peanut butter in than the normal cups. I've done my research. I
2: was about to say, how do you know that? That's some serious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's some
1: honestly, serious they're research. so good. I mean, if you like Reese's, okay. I, I do I'll actually. Go for I do it. like Reese's.
0: I mean, pieces, they're cheap, though. but I'm, in, I'm into them. <laughs> do you sell an, an incredible amount of mince pies this time of
2: year? It just goes absolutely mad. We're, we're a relatively like small company, and in the last couple of months, we will have made. Um, like two hundred thousand mince oh pies—it's just crazy. We just—they they, create—they sell so well. But I mean, we were voted like best mince pies in Britain by the Telegraph and stuff, which was well, well, great for us. And, wow.
0: What do you think obvious. is the secret to an amazing mince pie? Like, what makes it great? I
2: think it, I think it's all about pastry. Yeah. Like homemade, really buttery. It's got to be. Pastry. And quite thin. I hate it when you get like really thick, dry pastry on a mince pie. I just don't think there's anything worse. So really nice sort of Thin, buttery pastry and then... And then like a of, well-spiced filling. Yeah, lots of nice spice filling. I know you're not a massive
0: yeah, filling Yeah, I, I really fan, want but... to get on board with mince pies, but I end up just eating the pastry and leaving the middle. of <laughs> it Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't good, get but it. I, don't,
2: I love
0: mince pies. Yeah. So I'm into the twists on them. Like maybe I'll like like a chocolate one. Problem is, I don't like clove as a flavour,
2: and it's in too much this time of it year for me. So I, I end up having to dodge a lot of the food. Some people can over clove it. As well. Yeah, I, you don't I want think to like you it want like nice to like a little bit of spice, but you don't mm. want anything too. Do, do yours have booze in them? Uh, no, they don't. they don't. But that's something I say that's a lot.
1: Pure. You see, I'm a purist, and I think you have just mm. got to keep a mince pie classic. I've got to keep same. it simple. Just straight in there.
0: Straight in the middle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do you like it? You don't want to like brandy butter or anything. When I'm feeling
2: cheek Cheek. <laughs> decadent.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I'm feeling, I'll be like, "Oh, mum, is there any brandy butter?" But to be fair, they're just nice. Aren't I? I do quite yeah. like them they a little the bit home. warm.
2: Oh, they're the best
0: warm yeah, when it's straight out the oven. Nice. They're yeah. Irresistible. A yeah. little bit warm. They are good. What's been your most popular
2: kind of best sellers this year? Well, definitely the mince pies. Yeah, they just are. They always are. But probably our best selling cake's been the sticky toffee cake. So mm. it's just like bit of a twist on like a classic wintry sticky toffee pudding. We turn it into a cake and it's just so good and it's selling really well. So. That's
0: amazing. And can you can people buy the whole cakes to take yeah, home or definitely. For a party?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, and it's like sandwiched with caramel and stuff. It's really decorative but it's oh, good. Good. you
0: guys do 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 amazing kind of like uh special seasonal things like mm. you always very kindly send us your halloween stuff and it's oh, always yes. so delicious <laughs> yeah, and pumpkin oh, the, yes. the pumpkin pie is amazing and often also things i don't think i'd like, like i think we once sent like a gin and tonic cake I, oh I yeah, yeah and that was delicious and i don't normally like kind of alcoholic-y
2: puddings but yeah, that is. That, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah was... we do we do lots of um, lots of campaigns and try and mix it up because it's interesting for everyone. Like customers always want something a bit different, and the staff want to you know keep it everything moving and keep it all the. Um, Development going.
0: I'm going to be honest. Before we wrote these questions, we didn't know you were seven
2: months pregnant. <laughs> but <laughs> can you tell us what your favourite festive tipple Oh yeah, I. Oh, it's so sad. I can't have it this year. Um, I do love um, a Kir Royale, which is how I would normally start. Old school. I associate them with Cafe Rouge for some reason. I don't know. I just don't know that rest of my good. house. So. A Royale. Yeah, Kir Royale. So is that it's that first thing. First again. thing in the morning cheeky bit of um, bubbly and what does Christmas in your household look like like talk us through um what your day looks like it's like a madhouse it's an absolute madhouse so it's my whole family my grandparents live across the road my all brothers and sisters and babies descend it's like 20 of us um and we wait for everybody to arrive launch into present opening and then it's all about the food we could probably sit down for about eight hours <laughs> and eat is it a big traditional big traditional dinner it's about five courses. Me and my granddad do most of it. And yeah, it's just, it's great though. I love it. I absolutely love it. But it is crazy. Yeah. Absolute madhouse. Oh, you love, you love a big Christmas feast.
1: Yeah, don't you? I do. We go, we have a very small family. So we go to, um, someone else's house and there's like 30 of us. It's, it's really crazy. nice. Big old yeah. turkey. But it always ends in tears and arguments because we play articulate and people just get really games really. games at Christmas really, is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, there was um, there was some family arguments last
0: year. <laughs> but um, yeah. okay, well, thank you so much for joining us, Abby. We'll be chatting after the break more Christmassy things. Thank
1: you. And here's this week's news in brief. From the 21st December, well in time for those Christmas hangovers, the other side fried team will bring their famous fried chicken burgers to the masses just outside Leicester Square Tube Station on Cranbourne Street. Don't miss their pop-up, their fried chicken is excellent. For New Year's Eve ideas, Casa Dufrango in London Bridge has an action-packed night-in store with Portuguese traditions, boozy prizes and DJs on the decks late at night, after hours lock-in and DJs on the decks at a late night, after hours lock-in in in their hidden speakeasy, the green room found behind a hidden door. And lastly, Ping Pong's Christmas Jumper Bottomless Brunch happens on the 22nd of December. It features free-flowing signature cocktail alongside Ping Pong's renowned dim sum menu for 30 quid a person. And if you're wearing a very nice dashing Christmas jumper, you could be in a chance of winning a 50 quid food voucher when you visit next time. Thanks for listening to this week's News in Brief. We've got our second guest with us, Ross from Halo Burger. Hello. Thanks for joining us. So, you recently opened in Pop Brixton. Can you tell us a little bit more about the concept?
3: Yeah, so we're kind of on a mission to create the best fast food burger in the UK, like the tastiest fast food burger. And uh, it sounds crazy, but given that it's 2018, we believe the technology to do so is actually plant-based now. So uh, as an example, a key constituent of the burger is the Beyond Meat patty, which Mm. sort of bleeds like a real burger, sizzles, smells, cooks like a real beef burger, and it's blown up across the States. Like, Mm. it's been going crazy out there. It's been outselling beef burgers in some supermarkets next to beef burgers, in the meat aisle, which is kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, we're really fortunate to uh, to actually have the Beyond Meat patties, and we've been working for 18 months on the recipes to go around those patties and create an indulgent fast food burger experience, basically.
0: Wow. And can you tell us a little bit about your Christmas vegan burger?
3: Yeah. So, um, it's we've, we we uh, so we get parsnips in, we shave the parsnips, uh, fry them, and turn them into parsnip crisps for like a top crunchy layer that contrasts against the kind of soft... Creamy indulgent uh, halo burger, which is our flagship burger. Um, so the the Christmas burger is a quarter pounder with cheese, with parsnip crisps. Is it a, vegan cheese? It is, yeah. So everything we do is a plant based, mm. yeah, and a chestnut mayo. Wow,
1: how does vegan cheese melt? Is it does it melt well?
3: It's unbelievable. I'm not even kidding. The amount of comments we get on, oh yeah, what? Well, no, but the cheese isn't vegan. We're like, the cheese is vegan. So we've found, and we try, like, we have to try pretty much every vegan cheese going because yeah. a lot doesn't. So a lot of vegan cheese doesn't melt where you want it to melt, and it doesn't taste how you want it to taste. But we found one that replicates American sliced cheese beautifully, Mm. and it just...
0: Which brand is it?
3: uh, It is um, uh, Violife. I
0: was going to suggest that. Yeah. They do... The Violife is great.
3: Yeah, it's really good. The the melting point is fantastic. And so it just just collapses over the side of your burger and it does exactly what you want it to do.
0: What's been the uh reception to the burger so far?
3: It's been good. Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of minds blown. Um it's uh because we don't we don't put it in people's faces that we're a vegan restaurant. It's fairly subtle. So we've got folks that are coming in that are, uh, a lot of meat eaters are coming in just to check it out and they're kind of like, wow, okay, I can't believe that's that's kind of crazy, that's plant-based. And then we've got the vegans I mean, we we had someone nearly in, uh, that had an emotional reaction the other day. They were vegan and they hadn't had a, uh, like a meat burger in a long, long time. And it, and they were like welling up. Um.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I wish you'd I mean, filmed it.
3: I know, right? Yeah, like I know. A viral. I kind of felt- when I was getting told the story, I was like, what? Someone was crying? What happened? And then I was like, oh my goodness, okay. Um, I can
0: understand that, though. Yeah. you felt like you've been deprived for a long time yeah. or something. But I feel... A bit hungover and you try a vegan burger for the yes. first time. I can see why that Definitely
1: happens. Definitely a lot of
3: hangovers happening yeah, sure. in the uh, burger. But
1: Oldenburg. also, I think with the vegan veggie burger scene in London, it's very much like bean patties. Like My mate is um, vegetarian and we went to Berlin. And we went to this place called Burgermeister and she said she'd been vegetarian for two years and she was like, this is the best veggie burger I've ever had. And it was like, she.
0: she was it like imitation meat? as it Yeah, were? it was like soy. Oh, and yeah.
1: and I, I eat meat, but I I bit it and I was like, that tastes bang on. And it's really. Because nice.
0: I've had so many dry, disappointing bean burgers. I think they have yeah. a very bad rep veggie yeah,
3: burger.
0: <laughs> or so you get like a whole portobello mushroom. Well, yeah that's not the same that's like yeah. just putting a vegetable in between some bread
3: exactly it's that's cheating agree more yeah
0: so i think it's actually great that you've had lots of meat eaters come in and try mm. it and be surprised because that's sort of that's a real test of the concept yeah. rather than just vegans coming through
3: absolutely i mean it's, it's crazy we've also had several americans in because apparently someone's posted us on a, an american expats in london blog and they're all, the a bunch of those guys are coming over now because it's the best fast food burger and the closest they can get to the quality they get in America because mm. in America they do pretty good fast food burgers if we're honest um, and so we've even had yeah, meat-eating Americans that have come the other side of London to try Halo burgers which yeah. is like
0: whoa and also that's good because you can rely on them to spread the word like, yes. with their expat friends
3: exactly has
0: social media been a big part of the, of the building the brand it
3: has yeah totally so it's um you know we've got a, a reasonable amount of people coming in having seen us on Instagram and, and so on and so forth and I think yeah with Instagram we've tried to exude the Halo Bower experience so it's like kind of 80s, 90s nostalgic vibe going on because we have a huge boombox playing 80s and 90s like classics basically it's that kind of old school vibe um, and so I think yeah we've been we're trying to convey that within our Instagram and then people come in being like oh yeah it's super fun and Rick Astley never gonna give you up <laughs> it's like <laughs> I
1: feel like he's had a revival yeah, <laughs> yeah. hasn't he released like an album it? or something have I just yeah, that?
3: Yeah. no no I think you're right yeah I think he has
1: there you, yeah, go, break there you go, Rick Astley and some vegan burgers. Yes, Perfect. absolutely. And <laughs> um, what's what's Christmas Day dinner?
3: Christmas Day dinner. Wow, I, I only went vegan this year actually, so Ooh. it's going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Parents have been like freaking out a little bit, like, "What do we do?
0: Are they making you a nut roast?".
3: Uh, I think that, actually there is yeah. a nut roast involved. Yeah, it's a great. It's guess. the
0: easy option for a vegan, is it? Is that right?
3: It is the easy nut option. Roast. Yeah. So are
0: they a bit worried about it?
3: Um. I'm more worried because it's like, I used to love roast potatoes cooked in fat. Uh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think, uh, I, you know, I've gone vegan for for the classic reasons of the environment and everything else. I, I miss some of those products. Mm. Um, so roast potatoes are going to be a tough one. Any any uh, Oil. advice? Oil? Yeah. How do we get the crispy roast potatoes? Without do you know one?
1: what you do? My mum swears by this. You coat with in flour. Ooh so you, you parboil them and then you shake them up
0: yeah I'm that and then that. it makes them
3: around the edges I've also
0: done that with couscous on the outside
1: what put flour, flour?
0: no 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 couscous outside oh, right. the potato <laughs> it works no I'm not
1: try into that it. Charles I'm sorry try you're it me. yeah but you basically <laughs> shake them around and then yeah. you coat them in flour yeah and then you get a tray and there's oil at the bottom make sure it's like smoking
0: and then mm. you bang them
1: in
3: interesting definitely I gonna try sure. that
0: semolina flour I've that just googled it sense. I'm sorry but it is a thing Oven roast potatoes Coast and couscous I'm not, not I'm not going I not to to I mean. You know, no, you know sorry, what? You're a... not invited <laughs> I'm also going to India So <laughs> I won't be there anyway um, how, how hard is the first year Of going
3: vegan? Um, I was vegetarian before But it was still uh, the cheese And I think a lot of people Say the cheese is the kicker mm, That's the hardest thing breathe yeah, I was, well, thankfully, I was never a fan of the, um, the gooey sort of breed kind of cheeses, but... but um, I
0: feel like the vegan market has moved on so well that, like, now you can get your via life and you can get a lot that tastes really, really good. You so. can,
3: yeah. There are some, I mean, it's definitely getting a lot better. I think a few years ago, the people that were like, oh, "I was vegan a few years ago, I'm like, respect. Like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Whereas now, I think because the market's growing and, and the products are getting out there and improving, it's definitely a lot easier.
0: Some positive message. We're giving it a go, actually, in January.
3: You're doing veganuary? Yeah,
0: I did veganuary nice. um, last year.
3: Yeah. I
1: took it so seriously. Yeah, yeah. but then,
0: then she got the flu. <laughs>
1: Gels, I was working up to that. No, <laughs> I looked like the poster girl for Linda McCartney. Like, my 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 freezer was just Linda McCartney, and I took it so seriously, trying out all the vegan menus. And then I got the flu. Oh. I'm not blaming veganism. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying veganism gave me the flu. It was when the <laughs> Australia flu was going around. Okay. And Gels was in New York at the time, and her mum would go to this nice Jewish deli on St. John's High Street with uber me, chicken noodle soup. So it's that's Jewish t- penicillin. So she, <laughs> so she broke it for good reasons.
3: <laughs> but,
1: we're trying, but you tried. Yeah, 20 days. Yeah, you did well. That's, all right. So this, and I yeah, love an egg, so. This is,
3: this is the goal for this time, beat 20 days? I 21, 21, 21. 20 days, yeah. I tell you what, on, on day 20 or 21, come to Burger, we will make it a lot easier for yeah. you. On that on day where you're like, on that hump. It it's going to we'll a bit we'll touchy. Come we, over, it's going to be. We will be there. Just yeah. serve sides. Uh, we well we serve yeah we serve fries okay Um, we're actually quite a simple menu so it's burgers fries and we aim to do the the few burgers we do and the fries portions we do really well nice and simple but we will do and it's coming out imminently we will have fries with melted cheese like cheddar style cheese with our signature burger sauce and caramelised onions so it's not veganery won't be too tough for you I'm into it Perfect.
0: Well, if people would like to come visit, where can they find you?
3: Uh, yeah, so we're at Pop Brixton, so really close to Brixton Station. We're at Pop Brixton. Uh, you can sort of see what we're up to online on Instagram, Halo Burger UK. And yeah, uh, yeah come down. We'll make McGannery a lot easier for everyone.
0: Thank you. We definitely will. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Cheers. Thank you. This is the AT, the About Time Podcast.
0: So, Gels,
1: this is the part of the show that we talk about where we've been eating over the past week or so.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me. So I went to Paso this week, which is on uh, just off Old Street Roundabout. It's a very large restaurant, very trendy. It's quite, huge. It, is, it is a big space. Low-lit, very industrial vibes. It's giving like, me scandy. Yeah, uh, yeah, minimal, I'd say minimal. It's I also wooden. Got, I also got a bit of like a New York-y kind of feel about it, just because it was so bloody dark. Um It was very busy when we went. I think it was because it was height of sort of Christmas party, period. Um, but we were just looking for some late dinner after a Christmas party in uh, in East London and we stumbled past it and do you know what it was great I really really liked the food and I'm quite fussy about pasta because I make nice pasta at home I have a couple Italian restaurants that I love in London site I tend to be disappointed and pasta did not disappoint we started with burrata which was really simple just a mint basil oil and it served with like deep fried zucchini which were really salty but very nice and that was good really creamy delicious couldn't fault it um the, the the one thing I would fault about it is that they didn't they don't serve bread, they only have garlic bread as the option. No. Which is like sometimes you just want simple bread to go with burrata and this was like when I thought garlic bread was going to be like a small little portion but it was basically like a flat bread, like pizza style and it didn't really go with the burrata so that was a bit weird. So I'd say maybe have like some focaccia, just you know keep it simple and then for mains we shared a slow cooked tomato pasta with whipped ricotta and it was on like a rigatoni, you know like big kind of pieces of pasta, so very so delicious but really simple just like a bit of whipped cheese and a very like rich deep tomato sauce just lovely there's only a tenner as well which I think for for London's not too bad um and we also shared a roasted squash and ricotta cannelloni with toasted almonds Um, which was different. I think if you want something that feels a bit like a lasagna, you want one of those like baked oven dish pastas, then it was nice. Um, I think I preferred the the rigatoni, but I enjoyed it. It had a nice ricotta flavour. The squash was quite fresh. It was really good. I was really, really impressed and I'd definitely go back there. Um, it's affordable. It's got a nice vibe. Did you have dessert? We didn't have dessert on that occasion. Um We we had dessert at home actually because I was quite full. So I had some limp when I got home, oh, if you I must know. Him. But speaking of dessert, I just want to mention I also uh, last last day went for a festival festive day out in london and we started at fishers you know on marley high street a bit there so Viennese Austrian themed restaurant I mean they're very much committed to that theme it feels very traditional in there but they've made it kind of modern and cool and the menus um, although traditional is kind of fancy and, and it attracts quite a young crowd and we went there purely for dessert so we went there because I heard that their hot chocolate was good so we got two hot chocolates and we shared a blackberry and Bramley apple crumble with vanilla custard which is just like such a like childish thing to do to just go out to a restaurant just for hot chocolate and dessert having had no breakfast um, but we loved it I mean it is five quid for a hot chocolate which is obviously quite steep but you're also paying for the Fisher's experience it feels quite special and festive and it was an unbelievably good hot chocolate like at the bottom of the cup is chocolate and then they pour over steamed milk and then you mix them together is it quite rich it isn't it isn't actually too rich by the time you've stirred it it's not too much there is another one which is £7.50 which is called the Fisher's Hot Chocolate Fondant and that one is ser- smaller and it's served with a spoon so it's basically like melted oh, chocolate no. and that's the one that i I think is probably a step too far for you, but no. And the apple crumble, absolutely delicious. I like, could not fault it. It was so tasty. So if you want to do something kind of special, I think fishers is quite nice if you're willing to spend eight pound twenty-five on a crumble. Basically,
1: a very expensive crumble.
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, where where have you been eating recently? Um, I went to Baby Bow.
1: So this is a new you restaurant. Love a bao. mate. I love a bow. I just tried to make bow the other day, and they were edible. I had a bow kit, so couldn't really bugger it up. <laughs> so Baby Bow. Uh, started in Brighton, really popular in Brighton, and then they've opened one in Piccadilly. It's kind of in a really bang central location. You know, that Haymarket stretch where it's like Tiger, Tiger, Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're a bit like, God, this is awful. Yeah. My dreams go to die,
0: a bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Baby Bow comes along, so it's quite nice, independent, against. Planet Hollywood, mm. which I've never ever been to, mm, but no. um, I don't think I ever want to go to. Um, so yes, baby, bow, love, bow. Um, there were some hits, there were some, there were some shining stars, but there was definitely some misses slash B side tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, the menu, I think, tries to to a bit too much. Mm. So you got bow, great. You've got small plates, sort of snackies, starters, and then you've got this section where it's like mac and cheese, and there's like three different macs and, and mac and cheeses, and then you've got hand-cut chip section, and it's just a bit like, guys, cut it down. Yeah, like what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any of the mac and cheese, I didn't have any of the chips because I'm just like, I'm here to eat bao, I'm not here to eat Well, like I just don't feel do like and and cheese. they
0: go together that well.
1: No, just do bao's and then like small plates. That's what I should have done. Um, small plates, we had um, sort of Japanese crispy fried chicken, um, which was on the side of dry, it was quite dry. Um, mm. not the best fried chicken I've ever had I'll be honest and I really love fried chicken um, the sweet corn and nori poppers were really good I really liked them and then the miso aubergine again was was delicious with the bao I think with bao you have to go with the classic Asian flavours mm. so the classic pork belly with hoisin peanuts spring onion great like really good different textures had like the soft pork belly and the crunchy peanuts um, we had one we had a veggie one, and it was smoked tofu with, like, a smoked mayonnaise, and it was so smoky, I thought I was, like, making love to a barbecue. <laughs> like, I, I, you know when you just have that, I know
0: that, when there's that really
1: authentic smoke flavour. Oh, but it was almost... It didn't need to have... Did it make tofu. your eyes water? And then it didn't need to have more smoked... If anything, it needed, like, another sauce to kind of counteract the smokiness. Yeah, a bit acidic, maybe. Um, I did a really nice braised lamb shoulder, that was good.
0: It sounds like a lot of hit and miss. Yes,
1: it is. It is a lot of hit and miss. I'll be honest with you. Mm.
0: Trying to too much, I think.
1: You know, and Gordon Ramsay, whenever he's on Kitchen Nightmares, he always says you got to cut that menu down. <laughs> and Gordon go. knows.
0: <laughs> Message um, from Gordon to baby yeah. Bao. I
1: think if you're in Central London and you want bow, then go there. But just go for the bow. Mm. Maybe not the tofu one. Yeah. Sticks to the classics. Yeah, sticks to the classics. I didn't have any dessert because I was too full. Mm. And the bow are huge. Really? Yeah. Right, GMO bow. <laughs> I don't know what they've
0: done to them. Hit and miss, man. Hit and miss. Yeah. Well, if you've enjoyed uh, this week's episode, then thank you for staying with us. And don't forget to subscribe and rate and review so more people can find the show. We will be back next year in 2019. God, how time flies with more delicious episodes and lots of news and all our reviews. So stay tuned.
2: You've been listening to the AT. For more of the best things to do in London and beyond, visit abouttimemagazine.co.uk
1: or follow us at About Time Mag.
3: This has been a candy Store production for About Time magazine, hosted by Angelica Malin and Alicia Grimshaw and produced by Van Connor. Spirit Body by Ketzer appears under Creative Commons 3.0. Visit ketzermusic.com for more, with recording facilities in partnership with Jova London. Head to jovalondon.com for more information.